Mission on the track, boy. Welcome to the Rich Talk Podcast, where talk is never cheap, always rich. Once again, I'm your host, Mike Carter, and we have an amazing podcast that we are about to embark on. Um, First of all, let me say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who has been consistently supporting and listening to this podcast. I went back last week and I started kind of looking at the numbers, the streaming numbers, um, and all the way back to my very first episode. Uh, I think this is episode 16, if I'm not mistaken, 15 or 16, all the way back to my first episode, the numbers just keep climbing. You guys are really, really, really listening to the podcast. And it actually, it kind of shocked me, um, you know, because with a topic like this is such a, you know, I guess maybe you could say taboo topic in the church and, and, you know, I really don't care about that. I'm going to do it anyway, but I just know how people are and how people think. Uh, so that the fact that you guys are still listening and still supporting means a lot to me. So I just want to thank you for that. Uh, I was really, really pleasantly surprised to see that the streaming numbers are just steadily climbing, even back to the very first episode I did months ago. So thank you all so much. Subscribe, share. Um, give us a five-star rating and just keep, keep, keep supporting, keep listening to these. You know, I really don't do these so much per se for you guys to support me. I do them so that you can get educated from them and be inspired and be encouraged from, from them so that you can look at it and say, you know, this is something that I need. I need to be listening to what Pastor Mike is saying on the Rich Talk podcast because he's preaching biblical truth that is rich in revelation knowledge and the anointing of God is all over it. And if I chew on it daily, it will literally change my life. One of, one of the ways that I believe I fast tracked my learning curve when it came to spirituality and the things of the Bible is when I got exposed to meditation and the importance of hearing things over and over and over because the Bible says faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when I got exposed to that type of teaching and I began to understand the importance of revelation knowledge and meditation and hearing things over and over and feeding it into your spirit so it becomes who you are. And when you get revelation knowledge, that thing becomes alive in your spirit. You actually take ownership of it. And one of the ways to do that is to listen to it a message or listen to a teaching over and over and over because you hear something different every time. Man, when I got a hold of that, shh, boy, you couldn't stop me. I always use the analogy. I became like a pit bull. I became, I got pit bull tenacity. You know how when a pit bull grabs a hold of something, it's like hell to get them to let it loose. Well, I'm still like that to this day. I cannot let go of this word, the word of God. Dr. Apostle Matthew Stevenson always said, God, I love your word. And man, when I tell you I am the exact same way, I love the word of God. I mean, I am in love. I mean, I don't this, this, I don't even know how to explain this love. I just know I love the word of God and the revelation that I get from God when I hear from God and being in his presence and the anointing. That, that, that just surrounds my life and my wife's life. I absolutely love it. So uh, thank you guys again. 
Um, thank you, because the time is definitely put into this stuff. And I'm going to talk about something that um, uh, is one of the reasons why I do what I do today. And I'm going to bring a very, very important point to help you to do what I'm about to teach you about today. Because today we are talking about the power of faithfulness. Okay, the power of faithfulness. You know, in the scriptures, when uh, or the parable of the talents, um, Jesus told the guy who had five talents and turned it to ten, and the guy who had two and turned it to four, he said to them, uh, um, "How did he say it? Um, Very good, thou good and faithful servant." And then he says, "You have been faithful over few; I will make you ruler." over much. So now we're not going to go to that exact text today, but what that tells me is that faithfulness has everything to do with your increase, in particular, your financial increase. Now, what is faithfulness? When we think about faithfulness, what, what, what is that? You know, and, and we can kind of deduce what faithfulness is by thinking about from a relational standpoint, when you're in a relationship with someone, what does that person do that makes you consider them faithful? Well, the number one thing is they remain committed to you and you alone. That's the number one thing. They remain committed to you and you alone. They don't step outside of the relationship to go and spend time with anybody else or entertain anybody else. They remain faithful to you. They don't cheat, in other words. Um, another thing is, they're, they're, another word I want to use is commitment. I said it. I said committed, but the word I want to use is commitment. They're committed to you. Um, another idea we can use um, is that they always spend time with you. Um, they're always making it a point to spend time with you, uh, to, to, to prioritize you, to uh, make you feel loved and express that love. And, and, and uh, the last word I want to use, which is the word I'm going to harp on today, is they are consistent consistent. I don't want us to forget that because we're going to delve into that word and that particular thought process uh, pretty much for this entire podcast. But they are consistent. So when you think about faithfulness, just from that standpoint, it can kind of help you to understand what faithfulness is to God. And, and really, faithfulness from a biblical standpoint really means dependable. You, you're, you're dependable. Um, you know, my Lakers just won the championship this past um, Sunday. Um Thank God for that. I mean, I'm so excited about that. But LeBron James is our team leader. He's one of the greatest players uh, to ever play the game. In my personal opinion, he is the greatest player to ever play the game. Uh, and I'm not arguing anybody about that. If you think it's somebody else, that's on you. I believe LeBron James is the greatest player I've ever seen play. And I saw Jordan whole career. So anyway, um, one of the things that makes LeBron the athlete or the player, or the person that he is, is his durability. His availability. He's almost never hurt. He always plays. He's always available. So his teammates know he's dependable. His coaches know he's dependable. His team owner knows he's dependable. You know, his family, they know he's dependable. Why? Because he's always shows up when it's time to play the game, when it's time to get things done. He is always there. So dependability is something that is huge in the realm of faithfulness, okay? And we have to become people who are dependable. People who are dependable don't procrastinate. People who are dependable don't quit. People who are dependable are consistent. People are, who are dependable are people who get the job done every time the job needs to be done. 
And God says that type of man is going to be a ruler over much. Or that type of woman is going to be a ruler over much. So faithfulness qualifies you to rule over much. Now let's look at Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 20. It says a faithful man will abound with blessings. Listen at that. But he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. So what that tells me is I shouldn't be chasing a bag. That scripture just said that. The person who chases the bag will not go unpunished. He who hastens to get rich. He who is doing everything and giving all of his attention to being rich will not go unpunished. So God said that's not the way you access wealth in the kingdom of God. The way you access wealth in the kingdom is by being faithful. A faithful man will abound with blessings. Could it be that your finances are always going haywire because you lack faithfulness? God can't depend on you. You lack consistency. You lack stick to Every time you get going good, you stop. Every time God gives you one assignment, you start on it. And because the people don't pay attention, you move to the thing that you think the people are going to pay attention to. But that's not what God told you to do. I taught my kingdom or kingdom BNS club money masters class. And one of the points that we brought forth is when it comes to stewardship, if you are going to be a good steward, you have to be a good considered a good steward by the person who owns what you're stewarding over. You can't just call yourself a good steward just because you think you did a good job. No, stewardship is literally managing something for someone else. So if the person who you're managing the stuff for gives you an instruction and you go do something that you think is good, but it's not the instruction you were given. Well, then the owner of the stuff you're managing does not consider you a good steward. Why? Because you did not do what they wanted you to do with their stuff. That makes sense. If I give somebody my car and I tell them to go wash it at Benny's, but then they take it and they go wash it somewhere else. I don't consider that a good stewardship, even though you went and washed it. I told you to go to Benny's. If you had gone to Benny's, then I would know that you're dependable. I would know that you're, I can count on you to do what I need you to do with my stuff. So if you do what I do with my, what I tell you to do with my car, then I'll let you steward over my house. So then I'll let you steward over all these different things, right? So you, just because you did something that you think is good does not mean the master or the owner thinks that is good, what you did with their stuff. You have to make sure that you are doing what the owner of the thing that you are stewarding wants you to do with it, because that's the only time it can be considered good stewardship. That's why Joseph was placed over everything uh, in Egypt, in second in charge under Pharaoh, because he managed everywhere he went well. And uh, Pharaoh was able to see that and position him second over second in command over everything. Because he saw that he was faithful, he was dependable, and he was consistent. Okay? So the Bible tells us a faithful man will abound with blessings. Abound. It doesn't say you'll barely have blessing. It says you will abound with blessing. So what that tells me is that we need to work on being faithful. We need to work on being consistent. We need to work on being dependable. If we're not that already. If you are that already, then this is a lot of confirmation for you. But we need to work on being faithful over what God entrusts us with. 
That's why I'm consistently doing these podcasts. That's why I'm consistently doing my Kingdom Billionaires Club and our Money Masters classes. And I'm consistently working on growing that organization because we have millions and millions of people to reach all over the world. That's why I'm consistently working on music. That's why I'm consistently um, doing uh, vlogs on uh, Instagram where I'm doing one to two minute videos um, teaching and, and instructing and giving wisdom and encouragement and inspiring people. Why? Because consistency and faithfulness is important. A couple months ago, God told me your consistency is going to take you where you're going. That's what I'm looking for for you. All right. And I'm about to make a point. This is the point that I told you at the beginning of this podcast that I want to really, really bring home for every single person here. Because I have a reason, I believe, the Holy Spirit has led me to believe that most people are, aren't consistent. It's because the audience that they're trying to attract or get to pay attention to them may not pay attention in the beginning. You know, we're, we're in a society where people are driven by likes and comments on social media. They're driven by shares and reshares and retweets. And we're driven by attention. You know, they got Instagram models, women half naked all the time because they get followers and likes and that eventually turns into money. And, you know, that's that's com that's completely and clearly a world system way of doing things. But what happens is we lack consistency because we think that the people we're trying to reach, that's the audience we're supposed to be going after. And that audience may not be paying attention to us in the beginning. But I want to introduce you to an audience of one. And this is going to help you remain consistent if you would change your understanding and realize that your audience is God. He is watching you when no one else is. And if he sees you consistently doing what you're doing on a consistent basis and doing it the right way and doing what he's told you to do. Eventually, you will get the audience that God wants you to have because he knows you can handle that audience. A perfect example of that is my friend Gary Chambers. Gary, uh, I don't know if you're from the Baton Rouge area, whoever's listening to this, but Gary and I have been friends for years, um, and he is an activist in Baton Rouge. He's also a preacher, but he, he, you know, God has shifted him into the lane of being an activist for social justice and uh, for equality and equity of all races, not just black people. He just champions black people because, number one, he's black. And number two, because we and, um, you know, other minorities are the ones who seem to always get the short end of the stick. So his goal and his focus is to champion uh, our plight and get us to a place of equality and equity, not to take anything from those who have more than us, but to get a level playing field for all of us. And his mantra, his if you ask me, his vision, mission statement is scriptural is do good and seek justice. I've watched Gary for years consistently fight, consistently speak, consistently show up, consistently, consistently right here in Baton Rouge, show up, show up, show up, show up, show up, show up for his call and his purpose. And then all of a sudden, boom, because of a share by Sean King on social media, all of a sudden now Gary is known worldwide. Just like that. All of a sudden, boom. Almost like it was overnight, even though we know it wasn't overnight. Those of us who know Gary and, and have been around him, we know it wasn't overnight. We know that brother been in Baton Rouge for years and surrounding areas for years 
fighting for equity and equality for us in, in Baton Rouge and going to council meetings and going to school board meetings and, and trying to get equitable health care for North Baton Rouge and doing all of the things that he's been doing for years. But just like that in an instant, because of a share by someone who had a much larger platform than him, they shared a video of his and now he's known all over the world. Because he was faithful for years before anybody knew him. Before anybody on it, he was faithful, he was faithful, he was faithful, he was faithful, and now everybody know him. Now, it's not about being known, it's about the platform, it's about the influence. Now, because of his faithfulness in doing it with few, God has put him, put him in a position where he can impact many with the same fight, and his voice can be heard. That's what we're aiming for. But the main person who saw what Gary was doing was God. Yeah, we all saw it. But the main person who saw what he was doing was God. And as long as God could see it, that's the only person who really needed to see it. The Bible talks about how when you do your alms, do them in secret. And the God who sees in secret will reward you openly. In other words, the peop you don't need people to see anything you're doing. All you need, the only person you need to see is God. He's the only person who needs to see what you're doing. And if you can re-channel your energy and refocus your mind on understanding that that audience of one is the only audience you need, then you will not be inconsistent because you'll realize, man, God watching me. I got to do this because God told me to keep going. And he's the one who's paying attention to what I'm doing. Eventually, all the other people will, but he's the one paying attention to what I'm doing right now. And what happens is, in the small realm, you are being trained to only do things for God and not people. So that when you get to the large realm where people are pulling on you and people's opinions are, you know, people are showering you with love. And of course, there's going to be more haters than two, but there's going to be a whole lot more people who love what you do than hate it. People are showering you with love and adoration and all this type of stuff. You won't be moved by their words. You'll be moved by the audience of one and the work that you've been doing long before they even knew you. I love the fact that God trains us to give us a tremendous foundation before we ever launch into the wealth, riches and increase that he wants us to have or the platform or the experience or the, the influence that he wants us to have. I love that God trains us first because he doesn't want us to fail. He doesn't want us to fall flat on our face. He doesn't want us to embarrass ourselves or embarrass his kingdom. So he trains us, right? And he wants to train you to be faithful with little so that when much comes, you're already in that position and you don't change. You just keep going because you are who you are. This is what you do. You did it when the cameras wasn't rolling. You did it when the people didn't see you. You did it when only 500 people saw you. Now 500,000 people see you and you're still the same. You're not moved by the numbers. You're moved by that audience of one. Faithful man abound with blessings. So I want to encourage you to be faithful. What have you not been faithful over? What is God giving you that you dropped the ball on? You're steady asking God for more and God is like, well, what you doing with what I gave you? You're not being faithful over what I gave you. I need to see you be faithful over that before I can give you any more. Because you're just going to waste if I give you more. So I need you to be faithful over what I gave you already. When you make that turn and when you do that, then God will begin to increase you. Okay. So we want to be faithful and consistent with that audience of one. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. Let's go there really quick. Remember, God is your audience. You've got to shift your mindset to understanding that God 
is your audience. Because as long as you think the people on social media are your audience, are your peers, are your audience, as long as you think those people are your audience, you'll be up and down with them because sometimes people can be up and down. Some people, times they can be finicky. They'll support you one day and won't support you the next. You know, the Bible says a prophet is without honor in his own country. I know for a fact, man, some of your family members are going to be the last people to support you. And we get upset by that. Baby, you need to know that's just the reality. They're too familiar with you. They don't want to see you go anywhere further or they just can't see you. Sometimes people outside of the village have to see it before the people inside the village can. Okay? So don't stop letting people and their opinions and their lack of support determine whether you do something or not. You just got to keep going. And God said consistency is 90% of the battle. Look at this in Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. In due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So the fact that he says we will reap if we faint not lets me know that when we're constantly doing, we're sowing seed. And something is coming. If we just don't quit, if we faint not, it's going to come. What God said is going to come to pass for you. Do you hear me? Just don't faint. What he said is going to come to pass. If you just keep going, if you just stay consistent, keep doing that blog, keep doing that podcast, keep doing that business, keep doing that music, keep doing um, every whatever you're doing. You know, keep doing that radio show. Keep doing it. And eventually, that day is going to come when God is going to open the door where everybody and their mama will know you. But until then, you've got to be consistent. Until then, you have got to be consistent. You got to keep going. And then God will position you where your finances will increase because opportunities will increase for you. That makes sense? All right, y'all. We have reached the end of our Rich Talk podcast. I hope this blessed you as much as it blessed me. Remember, y'all, we have to be faithful in what God has called us to because a faithful man will abound in blessings. God wants us to increase more and more. And the only way we can do that is if we're faithful over what he gives us. All right. You cannot start and stop. You cannot just do it however you want to do it or you can't not get the responses you want to get from people and then move on to something else that you think they'll respond to. No, you are called to be faithful to God and you are called to minister to that audience of one. And you know, you have to know that God sees everything you're doing. He is watching you and he, even though people aren't, he is. And if he sees you consistently stay at it, if he sees you keep your hand on the plow and you keep pushing forward one day, boom, just like that, your finances are going to explode. I love you so much. This has been the Rich Talk Podcast, where talk is never cheap, always rich. I'm your host, Mike Carter, and always remember to be rich. See you when I see you. Peace.